Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Welcome to another Warrior Mindset I got Heather back for another one. What's hey, up? Gene. What's up, man? I'm just jamming as you fade out of that song. What nickname were you called in high school? Oh, I had several. Uh, HB. That's actually cool. Tall Haas. That's even cooler. Bomber Bauer. That's cool. Um, Tree. That one's not cool. Those are the big ones because okay. I, was, I was like tall and lanky. Yeah. And then I could hit a volleyball really hard. Right. So I was like the the tall bomber chick. Those are actually cool. Yeah, they're not so bad. Mm. But HB, even like people, they were like scared of you. That's why. I think so. I mean, I was very tall and <laughs> could hit things very hard. Um, but even now, people pick up. They call me HB, mm-hmm. even though they had no idea. My brothers call me HB mm. or H. H. Yeah, H, H works. H HB. It works. Yep. Well, that's unrelated to anything. You. Uh, crawfish. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of whatever. Crawfish festival. Mm, crawfish. I know. It's like whatever. <laughs> what about food? Jackass. Oh, I use that one all the My time. My parents call me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so we are going, I want to look at Ryan Holiday's post. You gave me Ryan Holiday's newest book. Uh, help me remember the title. Yeah, whatever. We're on the spot. I don't remember. It's like, you know. Fear. No, it's about courage. Courage thing, whatever. It's on my Audible. Um, I'll find it. It's been a good book. I'm, I'm almost done with it. We'll come back and do... Courage is Calling. Courage is Calling. Um, we'll we'll come back and do an episode on that. Um, once we get once I get through it, I know you're through it already, but uh, this is a post. This is a fairly old post, but I thought it was a cool one uh, to get you on for and talk through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget the name of the post. 25 ways to kill the toxic ego that will ruin your life. I don't think we need to go over all 25, but there's some cool ones. Um, there's some some themes throughout. Yeah, and if you're not familiar with Ryan Holiday, he is what a purveyor of stoic mentality. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know a a seller of things with stoic quotes on them. So, seller of things. That's actually a really good. Do you know his past? No. Okay, so I read the book in in one of in the, I think in the prologue. I always skip the prologue when I read you a book. You need to listen to it because it actually so. makes sense why he's doing what he does now. Did so you do the through. audible instead of read words? I did, jerk. Because I had like I was doing stuff, so <laughs> I listened to it. Um, but he was like PR marketing director for American Apparel. Makes a lot of sense. And the guy they went bankrupt, but yes. the guy Dove like, president, yes, Dev, Char- Dev Dove Charlie or whatever. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, that guy, mm. he was faced, Ryan Holiday was faced with making some, like, really tough ethical choices, like, literally sharing sex tapes or, like... Yeah, the guy, that guy like got that. in trouble for a lot yes. of, like, underage model well, stuff and... He was, like, his right-hand man. Oh. So he, Ryan had a choice to either take the money, take the position... Got you. Roll out and, like... Got you. Go, you know, when they went bankrupt, take the next big job, executive job, and Ryan was like, No. Yeah. So he started writing um, and reading Stoicism when he was working for that guy. He'd have to practice that working for yes, that guy. Yes, he did. And <laughs> if you re- go actually read the prologue, Gene, 
Um, Come here. <laughs> I will now. <laughs> Push the button. No. <laughs> um, I can't do it on myself. But, um, yeah, sure you can. <laughs> it's your podcast. <clears throat> but he was really faced with, like, real-world dilemma. Yeah. That forced him to right, start reading right. this. And that's yeah. when he started writing. And he was like, screw it. I'm going to start um, publishing stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's how it started. That's cool. Yeah. But it makes sense that he knows how to do that stuff because – He's the, um, really good at selling his stuff. Yeah, his website is, I mean, it's well done, and his marketing is pretty spot on. His Instagram is great. Yeah. A yeah. lot of great content. So, yeah, yeah. so the, the title of this episode will be How to Work at Humility. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can read the post on your own, but uh, I pulled out some stuff, and I'll post it in the, the show notes or whatever, but the first one... Focus on the effort, not the outcome, and not the results. What up? What up? What up? What up? That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really hard to do. Well, let's let's split this up, man. So, like, the, the humility-laden way of looking at that is that you are working on something, mm-hmm. right? You're focusing on the daily effort. So, you know... Working on your daily training, on your daily uh, research, you're working on the steps. You're in the process. Mm-hmm. You're not focused on winning the Super Bowl, right? So those guys that win the Super Bowl, they, you know, that's there. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. But it starts in spring practice, right? It starts with the basics, the fundamentals, getting good at those things. With that goal in mind, but if they walk around midseason talking about how they're going to win the Super Bowl, probably not going to win the Super Bowl. Is it too loud? No, no, no. Oh. For some reason, okay. <laughs> I saw the headset at the corner of my eye. Oh. And I thought it was something. <laughs> That's what I was going <laughs> to get had you. too much coffee. I'm like, just, <laughs> I'm seeing things. There's no one in here. <laughs> well, except us. So how is that practicing humility, though? How do you do, like, what's the, because... Having a larger goal in mind is important, but is it that you um, you can't control what happens in between then and that? Like, what, where are we going with this? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, your ego wants to control the wor- and own yeah. everything. So, Man. I mean, it's, it's focusing on the work that it takes to get to the Super Bowl, right? Not the Super Bowl itself, right? All of that stuff, all the being on TV and, you know. Yeah. The money, all that comes after, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think maybe what this is saying is that practicing controlling what you can. Absolutely. And, you know, this is something I struggle with is, especially when it comes to other people, like you can have coaches who watch all the tapes in the world of the other team. Mm-hmm. Um, you can practice the plays as much as you can, but – if you throw a ball, if you're the quarterback, you throw a ball in the Super Bowl and they drop the ball. You didn't practice that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it happens. That's right. Laces out. I'm. <laughs> is that a, look, there's little footballs. Is that an Ace Ventura Ace pet Ventura detective reference. reference? I've been watching those movies. I got the reference. So good. The little footballs. <laughs> <laughs> Laces out, yeah. He was really crazy in that yes. movie. Um, mm-hmm. So choose passion over purpose. I mean, sorry. Choose purpose over passion. <laughs> it's the exact opposite. <laughs> Choose purpose over passion. 
I wrote here, uh, finding your purpose in life takes some empathy and developing that takes closing off your ego and listening to other people. Does that ring true to you? I think so. I think the idea is that, so. uh, you know, motivation and passion, they're not going to last forever. No. Right? We see that a lot at the gym, right? Somebody's like super into, you know, the gym life or whatever. They're like super motivated. But huh? they still, even, I don't care how motivated you are, like day 90, mm-hmm. they're usually like not coming in as much. <laughs> no, because the like, excitement's gone. Stuff's, the, the passion is gone. Right, right. They they haven't worked on their why, why they're doing it. Yeah. And they haven't worked on the discipline. They haven't focused on that part of it. Right. Because discipline carries you past motivation and passion every time. I had a, um, to that point, I had a great conversation with a couple of our newer members. We were in the weight room where, where all the weights are stored and – I was like, how's it going? They're like, yeah, I think we're going to sign up after this. And like, you know, we know we need to do this forever. I right. was like, right. wow, you get it. <laughs> like, this is not like you do yeah, this for a year just made thing a- or two years. This is a way, and it's such a cliche, but it's a way of life. What, being healthy? It, yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You'd be sur- yeah, well, you're not surprised. Well, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. You know, I, we. It's yeah, not. It, I also see this as like, you know. We're recording this, what, a few days before Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> yeah. You could relate this to relationships, too. You know, that first passion that you have, first dating somebody, or you start something brand new, it's exciting. Like you said, a new kickboxing yeah. class for six weeks. Yep. What do you do after that? Is it over? I know. <laughs> for a lot of people, it is, though. Yeah. Because it's, it's a... Uh, they haven't yet, like you said, tapped into the greater purpose mm-hmm. of what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They haven't crossed over yet. Mm-hmm. There's a great uh, Mark Devine, Coach Devine. He has, um, like, you ever, you know, see his stuff or whatever. Um, he's the seal fit guy. He has master yourself, serve others. <clears throat> We've adopted that at the dojo too, right? Master yourself, serve others. We mm-hmm. kind of stole it from him. But I think that sometimes, like, think about your career, too, you know, your job or, you know, hobbies or whatever you do. I think I think sometimes if you get out of yourself and you focus a little bit on helping other people or serving in some way, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that can be a great motivator. That can give you purpose. You know what I mean? It you, perspective. Yeah, and I think... Like, you know, if we're talking health, you know, if, if you're getting healthy for lasting longer for your family, you know what I mean? So be there for your kids or be more active with your kids or set mm-hmm. the example for your family or whatever. That's a deeper purpose than, you know, looking good at the beach, I think. Well, you know, I don't think either one are bad. I don't either. As long as <laughs> you're not hurting other people, right. as long as... Whatever. I, I think that's fine. Um, but if you want to, like I have folks like, I need to get ready for a wedding mm-hmm. in June. Mm-hmm. And I've, we've had people sign up. They lose like 50 pounds and then they quit. And then they, I'm like, you're going to look back in like 10 <laughs> yeah. years of your wedding pictures. you will be the same way. Yeah. Like you're never going to look like that. Like yep. why? Why yeah. do that to yourself? Anyway, I think that's 
like you said, purpose, long-term versus, like, this, like, quick passion that comes out that you can't. Yeah, that's like the health world. But, like, take – I'm well, Actually, I want to go back and talk about jobs because people are like, find what you're passionate about. That's where I was going. Oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> I have a job to pay my bills. And, yep. like, I like my job. Yeah. It's not my passion. Like, I just it, – it's – I know. It's enjoyable. I know. My wife gets very upset with, like, the Gary V's and, like, we'll listen to, like, Joe Rogan's podcast or whatever in the car sometimes on long trips. And, you know, the, he has – like, we'll pick on him a little bit. He has guests that are very similar to his mindset or whatever. And, you know, they're often talking about, like, why don't you just do what you want to do? Do what you love and, you know, quit your job and go, you know, people say that stuff. Like, Gary Vee will say that stuff. Like, you know, he'll actively say, don't go to college or, like, quit your job. Go start doing this thing, you know. And it's like, not everybody can do that. (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, imagine a world where everyone did that. I mean, there's a reason why most small businesses fail within a year. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do. Mm Mm-hmm. So I get it. Like it's that's a great thing to aspire to, I guess. But some people just, you know, they need to work their nine to five and provide for the family and mm-hmm. go on a vacation once a year, have two point five kids or whatever. Well, and focus on the whole whatever. purpose of why you have a job. Like I mean, why do you work? Why do you have a job? Why do you have the job you have? Well, I live in a democracy. Right. We have to pay for shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I have to have a roof over my head, food yeah. on my table. I need to feed my dog. Right. I like to buy cool shit once in a while. Yep. Maybe go on a vacation sometimes. Yep. But, you know, I think while, you know, that's the end game, I do find, like, a purpose within my job. Like, I have to find purpose because if I'm, like, I just move big numbers around. Right. If you think, like, if we really talk about what I do for a living, it's kind of Boring. It's very boring. But if I think like, wow, I help people with their benefits and I make sure that these people get paid on time. Like it's a, you know, you can find that purpose within Mm -hmm. what might be kind of boring. Well, I think you're probably at a point where you're, you know, what you do nine to five doesn't identify who you are. Yes. Right. And you can get stuck in that. Right. And and there are certainly Mm -hmm. careers that I think, you all, you kind of have to do that, right? Yes. Like you're like if you're a lawyer, like you know, you're pretty much a lawyer, accountant. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like it's in there, but that doesn't mean you can't find purpose somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think that's the point: is to try to seek purpose, whether it's internally, externally, mm-hmm. is a great place to look mm-hmm. for purpose that pushes you beyond just that short term passion. We all know those people that yeah they go from one thing to the other, you know. They're like, I ride motorcycles today. And then six months later, they're like, I like, you know, putting together puzzles. And then six months later, they're like, I like track, you know, like whatever. They just go for one thing to the other. And they never, like, mm-hmm. stick with something long enough to really kind of master it on any level. That's kind of like me, though. Oh, it has oh. been. Ish. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I don't know. I've been told that. I've I, been told by past like, exes, like, you need to find a hobby like, do something, like, you focus were, on, yeah. but, like, you need to, like, learn how to play guitar. I was like, no. <laughs> um, you should learn some random thing. Yeah, I'm like, no, I, I, not, I have no interest in that. That's not how that works. That's not how that works, yeah. At so. all. Okay, the next one. Shun the comfort of talking and face the work. I'm talking about purpose. Mm. Stop talking and start doing. Do you excessively plan things out and never really get 
going. No. No, you're definitely not like that. No, I'm the opposite, which is also detrimental <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> um, oh, see. Might be no. the antithesis of what we were just talking about, <laughs> but, it's, but it's, not it's, really. It's good, though. But not really. I do know a lot of people that talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. I think most people. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's... I plan and plan and plan and plan. And I think there's maybe some psychological factors behind planners. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes planning can be uh, a placeholder for control. What does it have to do with humility, though? Is it like getting over yourself and just doing it? Yeah. Okay. So, like, if you are that type of person that has to know where everything is oh. and how everything is going to go down, control, and you need to know the outcome extreme. if A, B, or C happens, mm-hmm. it's usually because, in, in my view, it's usually because you're worried about the way you're going to be perceived after, after, like, after it's done, right? And you want to be perceived as a success, which we all do. So you're... It, Afraid of failure. Yeah. I was trying to there, be nice about it. Therefore, huh? I was trying to be nice about it. Oh, I just said it? Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's okay, though. You can say it. Okay, I said it. You totally say it. Yeah, afraid of failure. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how being afraid of failure is, can be, and should be associated with not being humble? Uh, yeah. It's kind of interesting how that kind of tracks back. But you, you just walked us there. But I think it's it is interesting. very interesting. And it also ties into, I think, people that skip around a lot on stuff, right? You know, because they, they want to just get good enough at something. But then it's like, okay, now it's time to be really good at it. And there's a lot of people that are really good at it. Mm-hmm. But you realize you might not be really good at it. So you just quit. <laughs> what if you stay? But they got really good because they didn't but, quit. But what if you... What if you do something for a long time and you just stay mediocre? Is that okay, too? If you enjoy it. Okay. Right? Like a, a forever orange belt. Look, if you karate. enjoy... Is that fine? Karate and martial arts. If you enjoy going yes. and doing all the stuff, but you never can physically progress, mm-hmm. it's totally fine. Okay. As long as you're not... As long as you don't feel bad for yourself because you're not progressing. You know what I mean? Well, then there's something wrong with what you're doing. Yeah, and if you're in probably. a group that's, like, making fun of you for not progressing, you should probably find a new group. Yeah, that's not cool either. <laughs> right. Right, so, you know. Yeah, okay. If you're not progressing because you're just a lazy bastard and you don't go to class, that's exactly well, what we're talking about. <laughs> be humble. I think so, yeah, because, you know, a lot of people, I know a lot of people won't start stuff because they don't <clears throat> want to look foolish. Yeah. And you know what? The thing is, the first day you try something, you're going to look stupid, you know? But only to yourself. <laughs> so where does humble then <clears throat> cross ego? Because it's interesting because they seem so separate. But, like, when I ran for political office, some said you have to have an ego to do that. I think it's pride. Is it pride? I think so. Wait, I don't know what you're just getting at. You were talking about running for office. Oh, well, I mean, like, being humble, getting over yourself, just starting something. It's pride. It's pride. Yeah. So just do it. That's what we say. I mean, if, if you look, if you try something and you suck at it, it's your pride kind of kicking you in the butt. Yeah. Right? You're too proud to look bad. You don't look bad. Nobody wants to look bad, though. 
No. <laughs> no. I mean, no, but none of us like, that's like, I don't enjoy looking bad. I just don't give a shit anymore. That's why I did it, because I wasn't uh, afraid to lose. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... So that, yeah, I guess it's... <clears throat> because I know that yeah. if I stick with it, I won't look bad anymore. And there will always be someone that comes behind me that will be a beginner. So, speaking of which... you got to have beginners. Yes. <laughs> so, the next one is kill your pride before you lose your head. There you go. You must remind yourself every day how much work is left to be done, not how much you have done. You must remember that humility is the anecdote to pride. Right? Mm. How many times have you messed something up because you were too proud to ask for help? A lot. <laughs> yeah, me too. How many relationships have you ended because of the same things? A lot. Yeah. But it's mostly me. I mean, there's a common denominator when it comes to all of the things that you do. Yep. And that's you. So I see that a lot with people. You know, they, <clears throat> they'll complain about things or... <clears throat> like, well, what are you doing to address that? Mm-hmm. Well, first, they haven't usually admitted that they even that there's anything wrong, let alone be able to ask for help. Yeah, that's the next step. <laughs> yep, that's the next. step. Absolutely, man, and it, and it all stems back to that. You know, you don't want to look not capable, or you don't want to look like you need help. You don't want to look like whatever it is that you're interpreting in your head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, you don't realize that people might actually be impressed with you because you asked for help. Yeah. Or eventually you realize they weren't even thinking about you in the first place. They don't give a shit. Most people, <laughs> Most people do not care. They're, they're wrapped up in their own shit. They don't think, they're not thinking about you. No. <laughs> yeah, that's humility right there. Whenever you finally realize. No one cares. They actually never cared. No one cares. <laughs> they were too worried to look at themselves in the mirror. I mean, that's that's some sobering stuff right there. Kind of is. Realize that. Kind of is. I put a note in here. I want to talk about this. I don't know if you so, know someone like this, but um, so it's good to look back, right? Yeah. <clears throat> at what you've done in your life, but do you do you know any of the the type of person that lives solely by their past things, the th- past things they've done? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Um, Back in the glory days. Yeah, I put when a quote. I played football back yeah. in high school. It's like Bruce Springsteen's <laughs> song. It's a good song, but um, yeah. I mean, what is that? Oh gosh, I know so many people like this. Do you think it's all the stuff we just talked about with these people? I Maybe think it's something so. else. Like they haven't started anything new. I think it's like they're afraid to like venture or like grow. Mm-hmm. But I know a couple of people that were close to me who mm-hmm. they literally talk about the same five things repeatedly. I know. Because they have nothing else to discuss. I know. Do you know who does that? My grandma. I don't have a grandma left, but like oh. they, all, uh, they always. They repeated the, yeah, the stuff. Because yeah. you literally, I mean, look, we're all going to get old and die. Yep. You literally get to a point in your life where you, you physically can't do new shit anymore, right? You're like 90 years old. But they tell the, the older folks tell the same stories over and over. Yeah. And it's up to you to kind of be patient and. Like, reminisce with them, and that's what they want to do. But they're at the end of their life. If you're, like, 30 or 40 and you're doing that, mm-hmm. you are not at the end of your life. you got 40, 50 more well, years left. If you're fortunate, right? But, <clears throat> yes. Yeah, we're not talking about outlier, like, yes, car yes, crashes yes. and shit, but, like. No, it's true. 
But how many people do you know a that lot, are like 45 or whatever and they feel like they're at the end of their life? They're I, just like talking like they are. I hear it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it all the time. I don't know what that's about. I find it infuriating. I really don't. I was like, go do something. Go yeah, like go, go skydiving or something. I don't know. Learn to play guitar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, right? It's true. So, well, How is that about humility again? Getting over yourself? I think so. In a big just way. getting over yourself. I think so. <clears throat> okay. I think so. Yeah. Getting stuck in that place where you feel like you're done, like you've completed something. You know what I mean? What a See, I am I'm haunted. I am haunted by things that I've done in the past. It's not like I've been to Vietnam, but I mean like I I I'm not obsessive, compulsive, like I don't, you know, check the door five times before I have to go out. But like mm-hmm. I will obsess over details of things that I could have done better. Oh, I do. Like I have to actively practice some sort of meditation thing to get it out of my head. I'll lay in bed. I'll wake up and be like, oh, so shit, question. five years ago I could have done that different. Oh, wow. To be better, you know? Yeah. So I do that with personal relationships. Like, work stuff doesn't bother me anymore. Now, it used to. Work stuff used to keep me up at night. It's not. And I wasn't even. Define that, though. What what kind of work stuff? You're saying stuff, but what are you talking about? Like, things I could have done better with a project or. Uh, see, for me, it's interactions. It's or, interactions with people. Well, that too. Like, man, I was kind of a dick, you know, or. Oh, okay. Like, that guy was a dick. I should have said, I should have stood my ground better, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. No. <clears throat> no, I have that too, for sure. Um. And then I kind of, like, got better at that. And now it's, like, business, my day job is, like, it's humming along. It's going fine. And then you're able to focus on different parts of your life. I think mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting. But I do that with per- interpersonal relationships a lot. I'll be like, oh, sh- I shouldn't have said that. Right. Well, yeah. Oh, damn. What is that about, though? I mean, is that, like... I mean, are you like, I should have handled that better? Or are you like, that's going to change the outcome of where we are? Well, I was like, well, why did I say like, Is that what? fear or is no, that like? It's more like, why did that, what they said, trigger me? Ah, cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, I'm going to just take that one back. Let's put a pin <laughs> in this. I'm going I'm to reset that one. We're going to reset that one. They're like, okay, that sounds good. Right. You tell me what I can do better. I'm <laughs> like, I'm going to take this back. I'm going to see what, and then we'll come back together. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So that's, yeah. It's cool if you can do that. Yeah. Stop telling yourself a story. Oh, gosh. Uh-oh. Am I triggering you this now? Is, you're triggering There's me. There's a whole section you're here. You're triggering me. Go ahead. <laughs> this is not why I chose this, by the way, to talk to you. Um, I don't believe you. Okay, whatever. So I'm not humble right now. The first part, if you have found success as something, you cannot start to tell yourself that you will continue to be successful just because you have been so far. Mm-hmm. Chances are the work isn't done. This is the path to overconfidence and cockiness. Mm-hmm. We've seen that in some of our business partners mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm done now. It's like, well, no, the, it never ends. You're also 26. It never ends. So can you? <laughs> right. This it, shit never ends. It doesn't stop. Life does not stop. And there's always work to be done. You know? Um, is it because they just like, is it laziness? That comes off as overcockiness, or what? What is that? Like they're like they're done. 
I think there's a lot of elements. You could probably have a whole podcast on unpacking that, but everywhere from like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> look, we're sold the American dream. You know, we're sold that if we work hard enough, long enough, we can retire. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, sip my ties or whatever when we're retired or travel the world when we're retired, right? Yeah. Like, nobody I know does it really work out that way, you know? No. Like, there, there's still something they're dealing with or, you know, it's always a story, you know? There's always a story. So anywhere from that to just maybe ignorance, you know, I don't know. But, like, mm-hmm. just because you're – like, if I look about business – just because I had one project that went well, and we crushed it, and we closed it out, and we got paid, mm-hmm. doesn't mean the next one's going to go well. You get if com- I ignore those things that I did to make that one well, good. You get comfortable. Successful. Probably. Yeah. Get, get a little cocky. Get a little cocky. <laughs> Slack off on your, your training a little bit. You see that in, you see that in the sports teams. Yeah. They you win, know, they win a, a championship, cocky. and then they're like, mm. They get a little cocky. They slack off in the training on the off season. They don't prepare for the next. It happens, right? Test, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit. Deep. It adds up. <laughs> that adds up. Even with like, with like like with like say like relationships. Same thing as like a project. I hate to say it's like a project, but um, if you disregard what has happened in your past and don't work on that before going into the next one. You're just dragging shit into the next one. Yep. There's always a price to pay. And even if it like well, if it went well, then that's great. You should probably are not moving on to our next relationship. Well, do that again. Do that again. <laughs> do that again. Do those things again. Right. Do that yeah. Right. Exactly. So we, we tell ourselves these little narratives. Oh my gosh. I'm like, the worst. We do that. And and you know, for me, I will tell you something that really drives me absolutely goddamn crazy. What? Is when someone ghosts on me. Oh, gosh. I'm not, like, out there looking for dates and stuff. I've been married, happily married, over 20 years. But, like, it's more that, like, the clients or, you know, friends or whatever where mm-hmm. they just, they're just, like, gone. You know? And you're yeah. like, fuck. Like, why? Like, you can't take 13 seconds and be, like, you know, thumbs up emoji. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? That drives mm-hmm. me crazy because, not because of them, it's because of me. Because I start to, like... Mm-hmm build this little narrative in my head. It's like, well, if you wouldn't have said this eight years ago, you know, they wouldn't have held that against you. Whatever, you know, I do that. I do too. <laughs> I, I think, do too. I think we all we do. We all do. I'm not specifically talking do. about ghosting. I mean, we do this oh, wow. in a lot of things. Right. Dang. We build these little narratives. Like, and I think it can happen in scenarios. I mean, with people, right? So mm-hmm. like, you're like, well, they're going to be late. They're always going to be late. And then, you're mad at them before the day comes before that they're even, even supposed happens. to be there. You're just like, screw this. You're going to be late. And yeah. it's like the day before. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they haven't actually done the thing yet. Yeah. I mean, what's, they probably will. But what's really like, interesting is I've been talking about this specifically with my therapist. And if you don't have a therapist, get get yourself one. Yes. Um, but I tend to go to like the extreme of what could possibly happen. Right. A lot of people do that. Extreme. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, we know this is irrational. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So an exercise that I've been doing that has been really helpful, this may help the listeners, but write all that shit out. Mm. This happened. There, this is how, this is where my mind is right now. 
Now, you say it out loud, you're like, wow. It sounds silly. It sounds really silly. Right. Or three days later. So you're kind of like talking to yourself, like talking to yourself, like, okay, Heather, that seems really irrational. Do you answer yourself? I do. <laughs> hey, I'm doing whatever. <laughs> I write this shit out. And then she's like, okay, well, then then also write out what how you should react. Cool. Because it's this is all learning how to be a good partner, be a good friend, whatever. You can you can learn this. Of Some course. people weren't like I was not raised in like a mom and dad household right. that sat us down and like, well, Heather, this is how you have a relationship with someone. Well, no one does that. Or you're able to see I had no examples that I could see every Here's, day. I'm not, not a psychologist. You know what I'm, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist or mm-hmm. am I giving you advice? <laughs> <laughs> I think you are though. <laughs> but I I do know this from having my own children and my own parents who are pretty damn good parents. Yeah. Um, you learn that shit by what you see. You you that's emulate was, your parents. That's what I was saying. Like, was it exactly what you're saying? That's exactly what I was oh, saying. Well, then you're right. Yes. So <laughs> what I'm saying is I had nothing to see. Yeah. Okay. I not, got you. Not sit down and talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be like extra. Right. But like. Right. There was no one. You hadn't. You didn't to have that emulate. thing like, to pattern. I, I had no idea. Right. Until I was like, oh, wow. That's not how it has to be. Right. Very later on in my life. So I just Forget ignored that. it. I just ignored it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I was like, I'm not going to do that. But then I never, but I never learned the skills to actually. To like write the ship. To write the yeah. ship. To write yeah. the ship, which is what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what, what I've been working on. Um, that's hard. It's hard to rewire this part, telling your stories because it's. Um, you know what blew me away? Dang. There's a there's a guy, um, uh, Jay Shetty, I think is his name. Never heard of him. You have. Have I? You've seen him. He's on like everything. He's like a he's like early 30s. He lived like a monk or some shit. Uh-oh. He's an Indian guy, but he says that um, it blew me away. He said that um, shit. I'm gonna get it wrong. Paraphrase. You are. You are not what you think you. What does he say? <laughs> you are, or what you're made up of, or what you know, your yeah. thoughts, or your 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 opinion of yourself mm-hmm. is made up of what you think other people think of you. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, yes. I think I actually got that right. But it's like three levels of like, yeah. of like abstraction away from the reality. Right. Right. That you, you're, you know, your, your vision of yourself is what you think other people think, think of you, of you. So it's not really because, what they think. It's because, what you're telling that story. Because at the end of the day, You know, you want to be in relationships with people. Have you ever <laughs> recorded yourself like working out or doing like you, you're doing karate now, but like your kata or whatever? Like we've done the open, the CrossFit open a few times. Mm-hmm. And like I can remember thinking like Man, I, I fucking crushed that. Like that was my lifts were awesome. I was Go like cranking on that pull up bar and you watch it and you're like, oh, Going really slow. That sucked. <laughs> like, who is that person? That is not the person that was in my head. Yeah. And I think that's what happens. We we kind of, mm. our vision is not reality, you know? And I think that's the first step of, like, mm-hmm. self-awareness is to realize that, like, mm-hmm. it's like we said, when you realize you think they think of you a certain way, they're mm-hmm. probably not even thinking about you, first of all. So, in that way. Like, you'll never know what they think. To go, like, to the third level of that, then I overcompensate in order Mm-hmm. 
to well, <laughs> influence what I think that right, they're thinking exactly. of me. Well, I think we all do. Of what we do. Which leads to like not starting something because you're worried about the way you look or yeah. whatever. You know, it's all, right. it's, I think it's all interrelated anyway. That was cool. Um, it's deep. deep. Can we talk about something easy next time? Shifting like gears a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. I'm what are you training for? What are you losing tacos? <laughs> know what matters to you and ruthlessly say no to everything else. Got that. This yes. is me. Our yes. ego will, the word's supposed to be wander. I follow. Our ego will want, no, want. <laughs> Our ego will want to have and do everything that's not possible. Mm-hmm. You'll burn yourself out, you'll spread yourself too thin, and mm-hmm. you'll eventually not accomplish anything, right? Mm-hmm. That For me, that's why it's hard to say no to people. I definitely have a hard time saying no to people and projects and, and things and stuff that takes up my thoughts and, and emotions because um, mm-hmm. I want to do it all. I want to be there for everybody, you know, but you can't. You can't. <laughs> you cannot. You can try. I've had nothing but like failures and it's like the lost most, like, relationships because of like do, yeah. trying to do stuff to everybody. Is it like fear of missing out or something like that? Like being humble to like not be a part mm-hmm. of something? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Because I, I mean – I was, I mean, if I look at my calendar from, like, when I was first starting my career, I was at every single event. Like, I didn't want to miss out on anything. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, just wearing myself out, like, because I needed to be everywhere. Um, And just, you know, recently, I think in my 30s, really, and even more recently, you know, after my whole political runs, I've been asked to speak at, like, conferences and go to things and I'm like, nope, nope. They're like, oh, I'm trying to get you like back in the, in the fold of things. I'm like, I don't want to be in the fold. Yeah, the fold. I can choose to. Yeah. And I don't care if I'm not there. I don't care if my name isn't being talked about. I don't care. I think you've seen that maybe it doesn't matter as much as a lot of people think it does. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No one cares. Right. (laughs) They don't. They don't. And I get it. I get it now. Mm -hmm. Took a long time to understand that, but. Forget credit and recognition. Ask yourself, truly, why are you doing something? Whatever it is you're doing. Are you doing it for praise and recognition, or are you doing it because it simply needs doing? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you help somebody? Yeah. I always try to check. I, I, do, I do that. I try to practice, like, checking myself before I, like, I, I want to know why I'm doing something. Because I've, mm-hmm. I've done shit for people, and then you're like, fuck did i help them for you know like a couple weeks later you're like what the you know and it's one thing to like sort of be taken advantage of but it's another thing to like do something for somebody because you know maybe you're like later you're like well maybe i'll need a favor or like i want to be part of your organization or whatever yeah if you have motive it gets kind of murky right politics is a bitch (laughs) (laughs) you know sometimes you got to play it in order to get even with Networking and finding a job. Mm-hmm. You have to play the game. And sometimes it's, uh, you know. Yeah. You have Sucks. to, you have to get the, you have to have the name recognition. Right? Maybe. To get the job. To get on the board you want to serve on. I mean, it. there's some of that, but not exclusively. But, yeah, if you're doing it because that makes you, like, and there are some people who, um, 
they're so selfless. They do so much. Yeah. That all they talk about is how tired they are and how much they're doing yep. and how much they do. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. you know those people. And it's like, take a break, bro. Take a break. <laughs> or why are you doing this? Is it, yeah. to, is it because of this? I think nine times out of ten, it's – and I, I'm going to be a jerk and say that, like, most mostly I've seen it in, like, nonprofits and things like that. Yes. Nine times out of ten, it's for their own agenda. No, their I Their own personal I agree. agenda. I'm thinking of one person in – Their resume or general, whatever. General, yes – I know plenty of other I could rattle off, but um, yes, it's. I can't type in here. I can't edit. I was going to put. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I gave you the wrong link there. That's okay. Um, anyway, but yeah, I, I I agree with that. That has to do with 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 their own. Anyway, so. check yourself. Connect with nature and the universe at large. Check the ocean. That's a good thing to do once in a while. To get perspective, to keep your uh, ego in check, mm-hmm. a, a good, uh, not a good friend, a friend of mine, uh, Aaron, he likes, to, Aaron Draplin likes to say, he actually makes hats with like, get cosmic, mm-hmm. and it seems kind of groovy, but like, what he means is like, realize that you're like a gnat on this tiny rock in the middle of nowhere. Speck of a speck. In the universe, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. I've been reading. Um, like an asteroid could take you out, you know. Don't look up. You definitely don't have control over that shit. So. It's a great ha- movie. It's uh, I've watched it twice. It's a great, great movie. Um, I have on my computer at home the words that like Seneca, <clears throat> the Stoic uh, philosopher Seneca, lived by, and the one is literally, "You're going to die." Yeah, he has that. What, what is that? You're, you're dying. Like it, I was trying to think of the the words. Uh, yeah. Anyway, keep going. Memento mori. Is yes. the words, yes, in yeah. Latin. Yeah. So it, it's you're literally keeping perspective that you, may, all, not, you may not have tomorrow. Well, the shit will all be over. And the shit's going <laughs> to be At some you're, point. You're, 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 you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah? That, that puts things in. Yeah, since we're talking about Ryan Holiday here. And that that's kind of a morbid way to, to put it, but. Um, I don't think so. I mean, how many times do you, like. Just sort of not give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like, well, I mean, that person could probably use some help, but like, fuck them. You know, or like, you, you just let something slip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you think about that. You think that, like, you could be gone tomorrow, and then how did you leave things? You know? Mm-hmm. And you can't fix all that overnight, but like, I think the things you do in life should sort of be geared towards. Well, what if you're gone tomorrow? You know, if and, and there's yes. the, the the age old scenario of like, what if you had 24 hours to live? You would make some significantly different decisions right now. You probably end this podcast. You know what I mean? Like significantly different I don't know, decisions. You're one of my favorite people. I appreciate it. You know, then yeah. you would if you knew you were yeah. going to be around for 50 more years. Right. It's true. I think that's the whole. Thing is like I'm not saying if, quit your job and like right. could jump off a cliff, but like but is how you're currently operating and just living day by day yeah, without just, any insight. Is are you it, just breathing air here? Is you know? that literally what you want to do? Mm-hmm. And if that is, then that's great. And that goes into this next one: choose a live time over dead time. Yeah. If you have a choice between connecting, learning, or growing. Versus, like we said, just you just intaking air, you just processing carbon dioxide. 
Um, mm -hmm. Right? Like, I like watching shit on Netflix. <laughs> I mean, I do. Yeah, I do too. I enjoy dumb mm -hmm. things. I've watched all the Marvel movies mm -hmm. in the theaters, and I've watched them on the, my home television. Like, but I also like really want to spend time learning mm -hmm. and making myself better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's hard to like stop scrolling, you know. But like, I think you have to remind yourself. Like, think just think about like, what am I getting out of this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it just entertainment? And it's okay to just have entertainment, but, like, set a time limit on that shit. Have you, because you're a parent, and have you ever, do you look back and be like, oh, man, I should have just turned off the TV and talked to my son? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, as, oh, yeah. Because there's times, like, I've done that in relationships. I'm like, oh, yeah. Or, like, my cousin calls. I'm like, Heather, you're watching, like, just not answering. Real Housewives of yep. Atlanta. Fucking stop it! That's a terrible show. Oh, it's a it's an amazing show. What <laughs> it's are you a train about? wreck. It's a oh, it's a it's it is a dumpster fire, but it's very enjoyable. But perspective and like mm -hmm. making choices, mm -hmm. so yeah. it matters because because really what you're living for is to hopefully help other people that outlive you, outlive you, like your kids. Matters a lot. So that's why you're doing it, not even to be. I mean, you are, but to know that you're going to die and the way you're living will impact those around you that will outlive you, and maybe they will grow and be a better person. That's what it's all about. Absolutely, man. So that's why we're... Get out of your own head. Do uncomfortable things. Push yourself. Try something new. Resist the urge to sit in your own mind and rehash the past. Wow. We've kind of covered that. We have. Um but I think it's a good one that, you know, reliving past mistakes is not really going to get you anywhere, you know, unless you pull a lesson out of them, mm -hmm. which is, I think, should be the ultimate goal, like win or learn sort of a thing. Um, instead of just, like, sitting there having regret constantly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which I know a lot of people that do, you know. I, I know, I know of a... I know of a person that um, made some mistakes and he got divorced and now he's basically just like very sad, you know. Yeah. But instead of like realizing, hey, you made this mistake, man, like you should probably like learn how to not make that mistake anymore. Yeah. And then find somebody. You know what I mean? Like you work on yourself. You crush that relationship, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't have any more relationships. Right. You know, like. And he, I know he just he rehashes it a lot, you know, yeah. substance abuse stuff, and yeah, um, well, just sitting in his own filth, basically, you know. You gotta like, you gotta work on yourself, and I don't think it's like there's no like line in the sand, like okay, mm -mm. You, you're done now, you can start finding a new relationship. Like there's no because you, there's no end to this, no, right? No, yeah, you got to have that perspective. There's no end, no. So and there's no rule book either. And I, when I was younger, be cool. 10 years ago, I thought there was, like, some utopia. Like, I was like, I'm going to get to a place where I'm, like, great. Like, like, a lot of people do. That never happens. No. How many so. people do you know that, let's say, dated in high school or college and mm -hmm. got married, like, not long after they completed high school or college? Mm -hmm. And then 
not long after that, maybe four or five years, are divorced. A lot. Because they, they made that next step because they thought it was like, this is the next thing you do. Yes. And they never thought about like the reason why they're doing it. Do yeah. they want to do it? Like right. above everything else. Like it was just like the next step. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people go through life like that. They're like, buy a house, get married, have car, have kids. And then they find themselves like 25 years into that. And they're like, I didn't want any of this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or like, right. damn, I should have done these other things. Mm-hmm. I think that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. <laughs> Can't go back in time 20 years. You cannot. I don't care how Marty McFly you are. Place the mission and purpose above you. Um. I think that's related to, you know, why are you doing things? Mm-hmm. You're doing it for credit, for validation or whatever. Um, <clears throat> I think you have to keep the mission in check, right? How do you accomplish a mission? I'll tell you a, a personal thing. Um, it's even related to the next one. If you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. Um, uh, that's a good one. That is a very good one. But I have been, I don't even know where to start. Make this another two-hour podcast. Um, <laughs> I have a client. We have a me and my business partner have a client, and um, they're very needy. Mm-hmm. Like they they they're needy. They want to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to know like the backgrounds of the people we're working with and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and then recently, uh, you know, my father has health issues, and uh, I couldn't make up a social thing they wanted to do because of that. Mm-hmm. And so then I've heard sort of, you know, through the grapevine that like they're concerned of my, about my ability to do work. Oh, gosh. Like how available am I? Um, mm. And I immediately took offense to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And every like corner that my business partner is like, dude, it's not personal. You know, he's like telling me it's not personal. They like, I don't give a shit. Like they just, they're you know, they just want their shit done. It, our mission is mm-hmm. to solve their problems as yeah. a business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to, I had constantly had to remind myself that the mission is we solve their problems, they pay us. Mm-hmm. And then I take that money and I do the shit I want to do. Like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, that's where we are. Yep. Why am I getting offended? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and I, you know, if when I'm able to sort of remove myself from that, kind of stop giving a shit, like their opinion. It doesn't yeah. matter. No. You know what I mean? I'm still doing great work, still meeting their deadlines. And they still might fire you. Right. It, do, so like, what it, is doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. You know. Right. So why let that bug Yeah. Go? So, you know, I yeah. had to remind myself of the mission. The mission is solving their problems. And you get paid to do that. Yeah, as a result of it. But, you, yeah. in, you know, the mission isn't to, like, become their friends. be all chappy with right, these people. Right, exactly. I mean, I don't, like, we could do that. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not saying don't Love do you. that. It's fine. It makes it way easier to work with people. But, like, you know, the mission is getting the shit done, you know? Like, there you go. And I've always been sort of reluctant to hire outside people, to bring in more. Like, I can do it, you know? But that's just my ego, like, wanting to to be the one that does it, you know? You can't be everything to everybody, Gene. Right. Thank you. Learning that. Can't. (laughs) And some people won't like you just yep. because it's... I and I have know. to remind myself yeah. of that at the gym, too, because it's like you get very attached I was gonna to, mention that. to people, and then you have to realize that, well, they're probably... Like, 
none of our members, we've had some members that have been there forever, like five or six years, and I mm-hmm. love them. You know, it's great. But, like, they'll eventually leave. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they'll eventually die or leave or whatever. But, like, they'll, they're will they all going to go somewhere. We'll replace them yeah. with more people. You know, like, that's the part what you're saying about this never ends. It goes on forever. Well, I think that goes back to several of these other points that we talked about. But we sit around and talk about the future of certain members or we plan out like their futures. These people work out and go home and don't think about us until they have to pack their gym bag two days later. So it's just like, yeah. it's just like perspective. And yeah. again, that's our purpose is to, you know, provide the service the to place them where and it help happens. them. It's where yep. it happens, yep. but it's hard to be like, wow. Ooh. Like that's kind of entitlement. Like we, Yep. We we don't deserve any more than that 45 minutes we're with them. Leave your entitlement at three the door. T- three days yeah, break. like, yeah. And right? we shouldn't expect any more than that. You can't. But we're getting in our... You're getting in your own way. We need to be more humble, Gene. Wow. It is. It's true. I think that's the thing about humility is you think it's just like, don't brag. But it's so much deeper. It's so much deeper than that, yeah. So much deeper than that. It's even okay. Like we, talk, uh, we talk a lot about people who, like we talked about earlier... Um, who don't want anything more. Right. That's okay too. Right. But it's the fact, but, is it the fact that you just want to give them more? I don't know. Because <laughs> it, it's a balance. Because like, now if they're bitching about their lives and not doing anything about it, well, then we need to talk about this, in my opinion. Yeah. I always say, I'll listen to you complain. And then the next time if we complain about the same thing, well, they're going to talk, then we're going to talk about your complaining. Yes. You're not doing anything about you it. You should have done something. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's when deep. you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. I love that one. Just shut up. <laughs> you know well, people who just won't stop? That too. But but I think, <clears throat> and I, we've probably, I've probably talked about this to you before, but with you before, but like when something happens, your initial response is to want to defend, mm-hmm. explain. Like, you fuck something up, and then you're like, well, it's really because, like, this and that, and then all this stuff, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I had a, a work call, I think it was, like, two weeks ago. I run this, like, by, uh, this call twice a week. It's called, like, an open mic. So it's kind of an open mic forum. We're the experts within the company for this one suite of products we have. And then these other people come and ask us questions. And we're in the process of implementing this new, um, migrating to a new software for this one product. Don't want to bore down details. Mm. But basically, there's these two people that come and just ream on us. They're just like, well, we don't have this. We don't have this. We don't have that. Like, we let them talk for a while, and they, just, they just keep digging and digging right. and digging right. and digging. And my poor colleague who's, like, she's very sensitive. I can tell she's getting emotional. I'm like... Hey, um, and I'll let her talk and like try a couple times, and then I'm like, listen, like mm-hmm. I I feel you digging for something. Yeah, we're telling you everything we have. Right, we're not trying to hide anything from you, but you keep trying to dig to get more information from us. So I'm talking about the other side of this, but yeah, yeah, I've had to like stop people from being like, like, stop. Yeah, like you you're lo- asking for something we don't have. Right, you're digging for something yeah. we don't have. Yeah, yeah, and um. You're also being very unprofessional. Yeah, and they're damaging that relationship. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and then she like passive-aggressively sent me some message about 
And she's like, I didn't appreciate you making me feel like, first of all, mm. I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm. So High maintenance. High maintenance. Also, um, yeah, stopping digging. Sometimes you have to tell people to stop. Yeah, just chill. <laughs> stop repeating yourself. Although I will say that no one in the history of Earth has ever calmed down because you told them to calm down. <laughs> that doesn't work very well. Yep. <laughs> that doesn't work very well. We'll have a podcast wait, wait. on diplomatically telling people to calm wait, down. But you're those people who repeat things a hundred times, though. Yeah. You're like, I'm, I had a conversation. I got to go. I got to go do this for you. Earlier this week. And it was like repeating the same yeah. thing over and over again. I was like, like, I'm like, are you insinuating anything here? Because you repeated something like yeah. 10 times. I can't take this anymore. Like, is there anything else you want to say? Like, does this mean anything yeah. more than what you just what you're Say it in a different way. And they got very offended. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They're like, I'm going to end this conversation. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm like, okay, I was just asking you for many more than that. Like, yeah. I wasn't, I didn't mean anything by it. I wasn't judging your character. Jesus. I was like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> like, I don't. You have to move on. I have to move on. Right. Uh, I just want to read the next one. Leave mm-hmm. your entitlement at the door. No mm-hmm. one owes you shit. Yep. You do not deserve success simply because you are trying hard. Life has no participation trophies. Hard work is rewarded with skill. That's the only thing that you can own that cannot be taken away with, from you. Yeah, and then you still might not win. No, that's nothing to do with winning. Yeah. Uh, all right, pursue mastery in your chosen craft, right? There's always something you can learn, mm-hmm. even in the things that you're best at. Yes. Hmm. No, they say like the master has failed more times than you've tried. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, um, like um, like professional athletes, they you see them make the winning shot, the buzzer shot, but mm-hmm. they've thrown that shot a thousand times with no one watching. Yeah, yeah, it's impressive. That's in their head. They're counting down three, two, one. Yeah, putting the pressure on practicing that. I forget who talks about the ten thousand hours thing. No, sounds familiar. Yeah, is it, I forget his name. Anyway, it's like the you know to be a master at something takes ten thousand hours of of practice. Mm-hmm. And if you think about how long ten thousand hours is, it's like twenty years of your life. You know, it's a long time. Well, they say you're an expert after ten, but I don't really believe that because I've been doing what I do for ten years. I'm like I don't know anything. Like, yeah, well, I, I feel like I don't know anything. That's the last thing. Adopt the beginner's mindset. Oh, there we go. Great. Um, we do a whole podcast on that, but keep a white belt mentality even when you reach black belt. It doesn't mean you are at the end of your martial arts journey, only simply that you have been taught the basics that you are now ready to learn. That's the shit. (laughs) Yeah. I always, I keep a white belt like pretty much everywhere. Like I have one at my house. I have, I have one in the office at the gym. I keep one up there and it reminds me to, you can learn everywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing about black belt. Like, you know, I did that and then it's like, Shit, I don't know anything. Like, there's just like, wow, now yeah. I can see all the shit I don't know. Yeah. Then I started teaching people, and I realized there's even more shit that I don't know. And now I'm like, after like three or four years in of teaching people, I'm starting to realize there are things that I don't even, I don't know that I don't know. <laughs> yes, that's the whole <laughs> like, thing. you know, like I'm not even at a there, point where I'm aware of the things I don't know. Therein lies humility. Yeah, I think so. You don't know anything. You got to carry that with you, man. You don't know anything. And just listen. If somebody's talking to you, like first off, you know, if somebody's taking I'm just kidding. <laughs> if somebody's cut you off. If somebody's taking the time Yeah. To talk to you or ask you a question or spend time with you. Yeah. Like that that's something, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
you can't you shouldn't throw that away. You should you should shut the hell up and listen or mm-hmm. pay attention. Slow down. Like just do something. Slow down. You know? Mm. To me that's the that's the white belt mentality. There's a there, you'll think this is cool. There's a belt. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the um the karate nerd. Yes, yes, yes. Jesse. Jesse Incamp. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. Swedish. But um Swedish. He makes a belt. He makes a black belt. It's a black belt. Of high quality, mm-hmm. but it's covered in like white silky material, mm. and you have to like, and it's not easy. Like the silk stuff doesn't come off very easily, mm-hmm. but you wear it until the white belt, the white part rot, rubs off. I like that, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I I'd like that. It's kind of expensive, but like one day, um, it'd be a really cool like mm-hmm. experiment to just like put that on when you train to like remind you of where you are and that you, and it's like, you kind of have to re re earn your black belt. Right. It's kind of like how in the olden days, back when we were, you know, <laughs> you wear a white belt and you wear it until it got dirty enough to be, that's the legend. In quotes, black. That's le- what yeah. are you doing to make it black? Anyway, <laughs> rolling around in dirt, which is possible. Yeah, very maybe, possible. Maybe, but always have a beginner mindset. See, I don't think they wore belts in the really olden days, but whatever. You know, I think that has <laughs> at the yeah. It's a good fable. It's a it's a really cool like thing to think about. Though. Yeah, it's a mix for a good story. <laughs> but at the end of the day, as long as you believe you don't know anything or everything, yeah, you're on a good path. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, you approach. You're you're, yeah. you're approaching it. Probably right. I think so. At the very least, you won't annoy everybody around you. That's true. <laughs> Hopefully. So you don't know shit and you're dying. <laughs> so two takeaways. That's a great positive end. <laughs> Patience, uh, discipline, and humility. Those are, the, mm-hmm. those are the tenets of our martial arts practice, mm-hmm. and they're so simple, but like... It's hard. We, didn't even, we just talked about humility for an hour. Like, like, I think... So superficially as well. Yeah. I mean... These things are hard, and I don't think any of them are things that you you like. I have now achieved humility. No. <laughs> now you can be better at practicing others. Yeah, I think so. Right, sure. Right. I think you could be a truly humble person, but like very impatient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could be very disciplined, but yeah, have no humility. Also full of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you, you. I know people like that. Back. I know people. Yeah, I know people like that too. <laughs> right. Anyway, any parting thoughts? Any hot takes? <laughs> hot takes. <laughs> hot cakes. Hot, no, not hot cakes. <laughs> Back to discipline. No, it, we, again, an hour, and I feel like we didn't even really talk about much. Nah. Because it's so complex. But I do think that in my short-lived life, humbly speaking, <laughs> if you really have the approach of that not knowing anything and constantly learning and trying mm-hmm. to self-improve you're doing something right yeah you're probably pretty damn awesome you're doing something right you are pretty awesome thanks gene i <laughs> feel like i have a lot to uh to learn yep. you know i'm working on shit every day yep. i'm always like gene you're like calm down heather <laughs> i'm always i'm always trying to better improve myself yeah. so work on that patience part yeah. I, wow. I, I get impatient trying to be humble. <laughs> Why am I not humble yet? <laughs> uh, which is a, a kind of... You are. Not humble, though. Well, 
whatever. Anyway, <laughs> another podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, this was fun. That was fun. An hour in. Hope this helped. Um, yeah. I don't know what the hell it would help, but hope, well, hope I think a little tidbit of writing stuff down. Look, man, if get yeah. it out of your head, research some of the stuff. Just look up Ryan Holiday. Just go to oh dailystoic.com. Sign up for the newsletter. I mean, just do that shit alone. Like, you're a step ahead of most of the human race, honestly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if, if all this podcast does is make you go there, then, hey, mm-hmm. I've won. So, that's awesome. Agreed. All right. Thanks, thanks for another good show.